Good Saturday evening. Welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies. This is a Saturday night bonanza. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG sitting in with uh, the Swamp Queen Lady C, the Midnight Rider Ben, our resident cowboy fan Gary, of course the boss BJ who pays all the bills. Uh, BJ is here, but uh, he he's going to sit out first segment, so I'm going to move him backstage for this first segment once we finish this first segment i'll drop him in but as of right now it is be us for to drop on this uh first of all how's everybody doing tonight okay i'm in here i'm good ready to go that's good gary you there uh oh. Now, if you've seen the intro, uh, only person missing is Gary. I got to get headshots from Gary, so we need to take new headshots, and I think we'll, we need to handle that. Mm, let's try to handle that by next weekend, so we get new headshots and everything. But uh, this first, <laughs> this first topic. Uh, here's the question, and I'll, I'll preface it and explain. Um, our WNBA players hurting their calls. Now we talk about um, low ratings and their pay and everything. And we have a woman on the show, so we'll have a woman's perspective. Uh, the reason why I asked that question is because of this graphic right here. Um, for those that are in podcast land and can't see this, uh, it's a WNBA player sitting on, on the sidelines pregame. And she has a shirt on that says pay women properly. And the reverse of it says, if you ain't got it, just say so. Oh, I'm sorry. Just say that. And then it has the two dollar signs. Whew. Um, we can go around the room. I, I, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and pass to Lady C and see what she got to say about it. And then uh, we'll go to the Midnight Rider and then we'll finish up with Gary if uh, he can hear us. So, Lady C, take it away. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I think they're starting to to hurt it. Like you know, bring light to the situation without dogging it. You know, you just like the old saying goes is that you know you catch more flies with honey. Um, so yeah, you can you can be sweet about it, and but you you don't have to to dog them and say that they don't have the money. True enough, the publicity that they're getting um, has not been enough since they've been on the scene. But, you know, they they can't, just don't, don't dog them, you know, because we, they still have to, there's still men that unfortunately have control and all women know how to work the men we that's that's just something that it's a you know a skill set that we're born with and you know so right now at, at this point yes they are starting to hurt the cause um and the publicity that they're getting <clears throat> at this point is is negative publicity is um mainly because of Brittany Griner. 
and and her plight. So that's pretty much what kind of started it all. Because, uh, you know, you really don't hear about the WNBA and until it's something, some type of legal legal matter that, that's going on. So, yeah, they're, they're, I definitely agree that they're starting to hurt their cause. They're, they're hurting their plight with what they're going on. If you ain't got it, just say that. Mm, that's not the best tagline to use, sweet peas. Um, you know, it's a, it should be more so how can we get better? What can we do? Um, you know, because, yeah, they, they go out and, and into the community and they have their, their respective uh, charities that they, that they contribute to. But, you know, aside from that, you, you, you got to kind of get some more people in. Um, I'm all pro-woman, pro-woman, um, but, you know, you, you got to fill the seats. And giving away the tickets, you know, in, in hopes that they'll buy it, you know, that, yeah, that's one tactic, but, you know, it, it, we need to find something else. You know, they need to have a, a nice round table with the men and, you know, with the men that are, freak, with the men that are over the league. And um, <laughs> I just dropped my, my sucker into my drink. Um, it, <laughs> it's gone. It's, it's in there. It, it's gone. Like, I'm, yeah, it's gone. It's going to taste good later, though. Um, but, you know, they, they have to have a nice little roundtable talk about, hey, let's go to the drawing board. You know, let's see what we can do. The WNBA has been, been on the circuit for a little over 20 years. So they're still kind of in the baby phase, but it, it's time to come out of that. It's, it's definitely time to come out of that. Midnight Rider? Hello. So um, I'm going to try to be as diplomatic about this as I can possibly be. Um, I've heard, I saw the, the picture, KG. So the first thing I decided to do, as you see my kid go across the back, because for some reason he doesn't understand we live, but it's all good. Um, but no, nah, um, the first thing I did was look up attendance. Because for me, if you're not bringing it into the door, then how can you expect somebody to pay you if you're not bringing the cash in? So Seattle, the Seattle Storm is the only team that has an average attendance above 10,000. There are three teams that average between 7,500 and 8,000. There's another three teams that average between five and 6,000. And then there are teams that average four and there's the Indiana fever that average less than two grand. So I understand you want to be paid more, but the question to me is where does the, where's the funds generated come to get you to this place that you're trying to get to? So you can't ask for two or 3 million, but you can't generate that in terms of revenue. And I think part of the league's problem was they didn't have their own initiative. They were under the NBA umbrella to begin with. 
so they didn't have their outside marketing opportunities. And I think this is where um, the women need to take a step forward is they need to start trying to take more control of their brand and making the brand more profitable in some kind of way. I don't know how you generate that income. I'm not smart enough to know that right now, but I think that's their issue. You can want to get paid more, but the fact is they don't have the money because you're not generating the money. Uh, they're still taking commercial flights where I think Las Vegas was offering to do private jets, but it was like 17 million and the other owners balked at it. There are certain things that this league needs to do and put in place first and then the pay will come. But I think, I think these young ladies need to take a step back, reassess what's going on. Cause you have young ladies on teams that are getting drafted and then two years later, they're not in the league anymore because the team can't afford to keep them because it's a 14-person roster and there's enough, not enough spaces in the league for players. And I think that's what's damaging their product. And there he is, the man, Gary Allen. Uh, good to see you, brother. Uh-oh. Hold on. Uh-oh. Hold on. Hey. I got you. There you go. Uh-oh. Yeah. There you go. Just turned 39 last week, man. So I'm getting old, brother. I don't know how to work on this technology. <laughs> I'm an in-person guy. And happy oh. belated birthday. Hey, I appreciate it, man. You know, it's all good. Cowboys let your happy boy down, birthday. but you know. Turned 39 too. Don't, hey. don't do that. Don't nothing get old but clothes and they come back. Don't, hey, you said you're 39? No, no, no. Yeah. So you're 39? When, yeah. when, when, when was your birthday? 29th, July 29th. Oh, see, we run the same time. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, this is the last year of our 30s, but um, oh my god, it's so yeah. horrible. I don't know what comes yeah, in. I know no, it's not yeah. enjoy because I'm enjoying these 40s like it ain't nothing. I, I did more in my 40s than I did in my 30s. Hey, sure, I'm, I'm, sorry, look, I'm only 40 to turn 41. Yeah, see, but you got your whole it's, it's that whole threshold of getting over that 40 ill, you know. Like, I know 29 was a bitch for me. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Basketball whoa. fell back. <laughs> 39 and 40, y'all complaining? Bruh, Bruh, I, 46. I couldn't do, after, in my 30s, psychologically, I couldn't go three times in one day no more. I was <laughs> My body's like, hold on, brother. We got Channing you know, Crowder. twice. <laughs> you already went twice. Mm. All right, but, uh, all right, so, so. Obviously, I got on lace. We talking about the WNBA, right? Yeah, and you know we had extensive conversations about this. I just want to make sure, like, like, uh, is there a particular thing you're asking, or just your our thoughts on it? Uh, have they are they hurting their calls? And I, I posted the graphic. Um, yeah, I saw this that. graphic right here. You know, pay yeah. women properly, and if you ain't got it, just say that. All and right. you know that right there. All right, hey, hey, we, we about to go there, baby. Because I don't, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to have to. You know, set a tone or said no disrespect. We just talking, right? If we pay the women what they deserve, they're gonna be paying the WNBA. <laughs> they these women that get money that no none of they're not they're not bringing in nothing. The NBA is paying for the whole thing. They're paying for the whole thing, and in the CBA to my man a uh, a uh, 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 midnight rider, and their I think it's called their CBA, whatever their union is, like. If the league can't charter flights, a team can't charter flights. So, like, let's say the Spurs, the, the Sparks can afford it, but the uh, the team in um Houston can't. I forgot the name. Was that the Twisters or something? And I, I forgot the, the name of that team. 
in Houston. But like, let's say they can't afford it, so the whole league can't do it. But they do offer them to upgrade themselves because that's what uh, Cambridge was doing. They, they, a lot of them upgrade themselves, pretty much to superstars. So that automatically advise you. So if we was on a trip to Vegas from from um, DC, we could be sitting next to a Mystic. You know what I'm saying? Just out back in coach. You know, but uh, yeah. To me, it's like they, they're they're just not generating any money. I think in order to market the women, because there's more women in America than there is men, I think they should market to superstar women, actors, singers, you know, uh, uh, celebrities, um, people in politics, all that stuff that come to their games, just support. You know, just be down there in the front row like you got Jack Nicholson on the front row and all that. In D.C., you got a whole bunch of guys on the front row. If you can get women to support you, get music videos and throw a jersey on an actor in a, in a movie, you know, just getting that getting that out there having it being a more marketable, they'll bring in some money, in my opinion. And I know they don't like hearing this. I heard Candace Parker talk bad about this, but you got to lower that rim. I got some, uh, you got to lower that rim. If you lower the rim, I know she said that's disrespectful, but the ball is smaller. The ball is smaller. We, we ain't arguing that. And women that play basketball with men, they play with men's basketballs, right? Sharon, you play with men's basketball. Most women that play with men, the men don't be like, all right, we got Sharon on the court. Where's the girls' ball at? Nah, Sharon plays with that with that men's basketball. She's going by the men's rules, the physicality, and all that stuff, and that's all well and good. So if you can lower that rim, let's say we got what? Probably y'all can agree or disagree. We got between what? I don't even think it's this number. Between five to ten women in the league that can dunk? Or it could be between, what, two to five? Maybe. And I'm talking about like a dunk dunk, like a – what's your girl, Brit, uh, Brittany Griner? I ain't talking about a struggle dunk just to push it in. It's more like an actual dunk, right? Nah, Brittany Griner can get up. She piking with two hands. That's what I'm saying, like her. I'm saying, but how many women can dunk like her? Like yeah. actually, actually like getting it in there, two-handed, one-handed, fast breaks in the paint. You I know, those type dunks. I think the was like uh, Leslie um, to just really get so in saying there. Like one? No, Brittany Griner did it. Michelle Snow did it. Uh, Lisa Leslie was the first, but after her it was Griner Snow. Um... They got a girl in college right now that's that's piking. She coming down on fast breaks and hitting Statue of Liberty dunks. Kevin, but you got to hear what I'm saying though. I'm saying like, like dunks. Like I'm posting you up. You know, I give you the shoulder roll when I dunk, like that. Yeah, yeah like, she like, doing I, that. I, I ain't talking about open. Yeah, but are you saying? She, yeah, she she doing that. We need she we need people up and dunking on them. Okay, and that's great. But we need ten of them. One of those ain't good. Like, like, like Brittany Griner is great, but we need more Brittany Griners. If you lower that rim, not, not, not nothing dumb like eight feet. I think if you lower the nine feet, you probably got about 15 women dunking now. Would you agree with that? Would you agree I, if you go with the nine, 15 would dunk? Yeah. I think so, but what do you, what is the end result? Cause I don't think excitement, but excitement. is it really more excitement if you got, instead of having five, you got 10 that can dunk or you got 15 that can dunk it? On a regular basement basis, when they add and I think the point. problem is more so. I'll say it this way: like in DC, they may have had Holes Claw as the identifiable character or the identifiable player. Now you got Della Don, but I think these teams and these cities have to establish these young ladies in that market and make them the centerpiece of whatever marketing. Or whatever else they're doing, you can't just say, "Hey, we got um, Sue Bird in Seattle. 
and um, Stewart, Kristen Stewart, and then you don't push anything around them, centralizing them as the main characters. Yep. And I, and that goes beyond just in that city. It goes to in the league itself. You know, the league doesn't really give you anything, in my opinion, to grasp onto and become or fall in love with it. Right. When when, when art. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sharon. And and I also think like because I've seen you know the NBA, like I, like I say, I'm I'm not too big on on basketball, um, but you know I've seen the NBA weekend. Um, you know I, I think the women should be included in that. They used um, to be, right? Like I, I and we need they need to go back to that because you know they, they need right. to be included in that the the all star weekend thing to you know showcase what they have make make you make you want to watch them. So you see, you know, this five seven chick dunking on a on a man's goal. You're like, oh shit, who she play for? You know, who's this chick? Um, but there ain't no five seven chick. And, and then boom, they they have someone that's that's watching the Mystics. They got somebody that's watching the Sun. You know, so they they have that. Like it it entices more. Like I'm not saying, you know, I I know you know in a separate conversation that we had talked about like sex appeal. Yeah, they don't need to be out there in their lingerie slam dunking because that that's you know a little intimidating. Yeah, um, but Sharon, Sharon, you got a you got a whole bunch of dykes out there. That's not appealing. I, I mean, it's just not. Put Brittany Griner in a fucking teddy and have her dunking on folks like that. Keep, that's, see, that's, look, that's not, see, look, we're talking not, about the small few. That, that's who not don't want to see Skylar like, Diggers? Who don't want to like, see Skylar like, Diggers? Pretty ass. A, well, Asia, all you got to do is Google Skylar Diggins. You don't have to look far. But uh, like Asia, Asia I like Wilson, to see her on again. Yeah. You know, Asia Wilson, yeah, go, go ahead and dunk on me, baby. I'm going to let you do that. You know, wear, wear that nice little thing I like, too. You know, but at the same time, like, you you have to – it goes back to the, the appreciation of just the, the basis that you have – here you have a, a woman that is doing the same thing that a man is doing and she's still able to maintain her femininity Strong you know because is. like you got you know taking it back to lisa you know i how tall how tall was she six five six six five six six yeah it's like yeah and then she puts on some some three inch heels you know and, and she was a model dress. before anything she was right, beautiful like, she was appealing. Like, oh my god! You know, like yeah, you can you you can dunk on me anytime. You know, can you dunk me? I'm just saying. Sharon, but, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. We all lived through this time. Allen Iverson. Women loved Allen Iverson. Sam Cassell was a hell of a player too. Did nobody like his little alien looking ass? <laughs> but everybody loved everybody loved Allen Iverson. Women <laughs> loved him. Guys wanted to be him. Sam yeah, Cassell was I, solid. I, no, it, it solid. goes back to it, it goes Man, you back know you to, to Doctor J. Like if you if you ask me, it for me it goes back to Doctor J for me because you know another, it was another the, handsome dude, right? It was it was the short. It, it wasn't about the face. It was the shorts. I can tell you this. It was the shorts because you know every woman would be on the edge of her seat, you know, waiting for something to fall out them shorts. So 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 we're talking about sex appeal. We're talking about sex appeal. 
Yes, we didn't give did. a damn. Everything Every, we wanted. You everything was the shaft of the NBA back. We want everything but your face. We don't, we don't give a damn how your face look. We just wanted to see something fall out. So okay. Well, see, that's going to, that, that's going to take away I'm from the men. Here, is is that what you're is that what you're wanting to see? Like now, now, now you're going to exile the men. I, you know, hey, if that's what it takes, I mean, is that is that what you're needing to see? Like whenever, um, Asia makes her her break, you know, you you need to see a nipple slip out. I mean, like like what is it that you're looking for? We talked about this. I'm not I'm not going that far. And 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 the men. The men don't need short shorts because they got the ratings. I don't want to see George. I don't want to see nobody. They, they have the ratings now. They they, well, they got the, the ratings, ratings because of Larry and, and Magic and and, yeah. and overseas and all that stuff. They changed the game forever. But we're talking about bettering the the female sport. I mean, I, I shot I shot uh, I should have shot the junkies this clip. I mean, it's it's a picture, but there's a woman that made the All Star team. The the rookie the rookie All. What she made the, the rookie all team. Yep, the all NBA, uh, all WNBA rookie team. Let me finish because <laughs> I see you smiling. She had a quadruple. Uh, 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 what they call that? What they call us? A, a decimal? What was it? It was she had she had like point one. She had point two points, point two assists, point four rebounds, point one steals, and she's in the all rookie team. And she played under four minutes the whole season. And what does that say? That's bad. But you got to. What, what, what does men have to do with that? It's not a man thing. And we talked about this a long time ago. And Big Jim brought up a good point. He said, you know why the WNBA is not doing very well? They're not marketing the way that they used to. Like Sharon said, All-Star Weekend, um, you had the women out there. You had your stars. Like Washington had Nikki McCray as their, as their head person in with the mystics when they first started then it went to shamik Claw, and you know now it's della don it was elena beard for a little bit and they were out in the community they were everywhere they're not doing that anymore they had a tv pack they still have a tv package apparently with espn because i was watching the playoffs earlier today they have all of that they just don't advertise we don't know when WNBA games are coming on anymore even if they're not coming on espn or they're not coming on nba tv we don't know when they're on there's no advertising yeah, you that was, uh, that, 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 that is blowing my mind. Midnight Rider. Who was that, that one before she made? She that she was inaugurated in. That who was a uh, uh, Nikki McCray. Yeah, it's Nikki McCray. It was McCray and um, she was the first star of the Mystics, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, McCray was like the first star. Or something? And she yeah. um, she drove a gold NSX because Nikki it was, McCray, and then they drafted the old star like two late two years later. Mm-hmm. Something right. like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to get refreshed on that. Yeah, because she was a bad, she was a bad woman too. Yep, she was bad. Yeah. And the thing I is, mean, and, and 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 to his point, the misses, I think they had like five, five, a five year stretch of them getting the all attendance award. Yeah, like they was right. packing that joint out. My mom yeah. had season tickets to that. Yeah, and it was. Yeah, they actually had the. That was the only one, the only couple banners that was in the um MCI arena at the time. Mm-hmm. I remember that the yep. five that run, and then you had the Georgetown banners. And the late seventy Wizards banners. I think that was it. Oh, don't forget they. Uh, uh, oh, the and Caps the had two banners. The Caps had two banners. They had uh, they retired. Uh, it was Rod Langway's uh, jersey and somebody else, Mike Gardner or somebody like that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was all the banners hanging in in Capital Center and MCI. Well, MCI, whatever you want to call it. That was all the, all the the ones hanging there. So, I remember back then, Miss the Mrs. was doing stuff in the community. 
they had the little stuff mm-hmm. for the kids and the, the air you know you jump into the thing and jump, kids jumping around and food concerts I mean, it was that first they had a, like a damn near a 10-year stretch it was popping man yeah and then and see I, this marketing fell off you but see the thing is that's where the WNBA falters at is they don't put enough oomph into the marketing anymore and we've been saying that for years if they put a little bit more into the marketing you know when they come on you know when when to watch you take these stars you got your your um my girl up in new york uh inescu you know she's a kobe disciple she should be the next big star to lead because candace parker's in her twilight twilight years even though they won big today candace parker's in her twilight years so is uh tarasi um sue bird sue retiring at the end of this year your your, your names there it's time for the next wave to come in and, and inescu is going to be your next big name you need to build the league around inescu you need to build the league around these up-and-coming stars. Who's coming out of Connecticut? Who's coming out of Notre Dame? Who's coming out of Maryland? Who's coming out of Tennessee? You got to make them stars. You got to expose them. Exactly. Yeah, you got you got to you got to put them out in the stuff. You got to put them in like like I said when when a CD comes out, that particular artist goes all over the nation on radio stations and and doing interviews and podcasts, getting his or her name out there. You got to yeah. do that. I mean, you got to throw them in movies. You got to have a jersey popping, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But you know, it's just not happening. And see, then whenever they start doing it, it's like you have to maintain that momentum. Like you can't just do it here. You know, do it for a little while and then just stop. You know, you you have to maintain that momentum that you that you that you've got it. Like you you got to keep going. All right. Well, let me ask you this. I this think. Thing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Wait. No, no. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. I was gonna say. I think the WNBA has. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna call it a sexuality issue, and I'm gonna say it in these terms: that they're gonna they're walking this line that they don't want to be exposed as objects of sex appeal. But part of the marketing appeal is making a person sexy and wanted by others. Like that's part of the appeal. When you were talking about Alan Iverson earlier. Um, it's part of the pill with some of these other guys is that, you know, I think one of the great, it might be Ric Flair, but like they say, men want to be me. Women want to be with me. It's a great <laughs> line. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's the thing, you know, like some, and, and, and that's the part where I think they're not getting that point where sometimes you got to make it. And it's not, you're not objectifying yourself. You're just, you got to appeal to the masses. If you got an OnlyFans, you can't get mad if you got to show, you got to dress it up a little bit. Like, things like that. It's got to be a balance. And I think the women's game has struggled with two things. One is that balance between who they are and how they want to be seen. And the second piece is the translation from the college game to the M- the WNBA game. Like, you can't tell me right now who the first five picks were in the WNBA draft. You can't do it. I never could do it. So, so, so that's, that's a marketing issue. That's not, so, so now where the NBA NFL and the NCAA get it right is we're going to take CJ Stroud from here. Now he's in every mock drafts. Now he's in your face here. Now when we get to the NFL draft, a guy like CJ Stroud is in your face again. Like we we've got this whole phase of focus. When it comes to WBA, you got what's her name, Paige Buckets. But the only problem with Paige Buckets is 
she's out with a knee injury right now. So you can't phase her in or create a marketing campaign behind her. You know, um, what's the girl from the area that went to St. John's? Aja, Phil, Aja, Carl. Um, I can't think of her name, but she's at UConn also. Great. Sh- oh, Asia Fudd. So, again, another great shooter. Had a bad injury. Now she's kind of like the third or second person at UConn, but there's no transition, and that's where you got to get it to. The WNBA has to find a way to transition this transition these young ladies from the college game, keep them in the spotlight, and maintain that spotlight through the draft process. And you I got, agree. I, yeah, to a to a certain point, I agree with that. It's just to me, it's just like you got you got Indy Irie, you got Jill Scott, you got um uh, uh, Lauren Hill. These women are phenomenal. Um, uh, uh, your girl, um, uh, uh, Miss Education, What's her name. That's Lauren Hill. Already said Lauren Hill. Okay. Yeah. To me, yeah. To me, she 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 the best to me. But you can't tell me they wouldn't have had better careers if they would expose their bodies more. I'm not saying it's right because now we got Nicki Minaj who's horrible, <laughs> and she's on top. You know, uh, 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 your girl Cardi B, horrible, but on top. Wet ass pussy. We got our kids <laughs> listening to wet ass pussy. And the point I'm making is. If it's not appealing, then people are not going to take it, and they're not going to run with it. It because 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 we talked about we talked about the, uh, the inauguration and that five to ten year span they was rolling. Why they stopped rolling was because people just stopped paying attention to it. It just it just wasn't it just wasn't appealing. College women's basketball, like my man said, reaches out to the masses. At the end of the year, you have a tournament that you're looking forward to all this year. So throughout the year, you're, you're seeing who got less than five losses. I need to pay attention to UMass. I got to check out. I got to check out Gonzaga. I got to check out Baylor and stuff like that. And they're playing good ball and the excitement's there. You got the band there, the cheerleaders. When it gets to the pros, all that's gone. So now you got to fill that gap or something. And if the basketball isn't like really catching your eye, then you got to do something else. And 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 to me, that that is the part where you have to get some. You got to get some major people in there that can actually put this product out in the open. You just said something. And I think here's the issue. Uh, And I wasn't thinking about this angle, but you just made it clear as day. The other problem that the, 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 the college women's game has is there's about eight schools that has the talent. There's eight to 10 schools that right now, if ESPN put out a bracket and you didn't watch a game of college, you could put eight to 10 teams in your elite 16 or sweet 16. And you might get eight of the 16, right? Or whatever it is, because you're just going on their reputation. And I think that's the other part is. That's the same with the men too, though. Not really. It is. Cause you, all right. So you had, you had Texas tech in the sweet 16 a couple years ago. We're talking about championships, right? No, what I'm talking about in the I'm talking about as the game goes along, when we get to the sweet 16, you can blind pick the women's finals or the 16 games. They say it's chalk. Every now and then there's a couple that get in there, but it's not that often. I and I'm not talking from a yearly basis. Go ahead, say that again. I, I think I think the, the top eight in a three year span majority gets to the sweet sixteen. Duke, okay. Carolina, Baylor, Gonzaga. Like, they might miss a year, but they're normally in it. Yeah, but for the women, it's what? Stanford, Notre Dame, 
UConn. Tennessee. Nah, Tennessee ain't been good since um since Pat. Pat. Since Pat. How about South Carolina? Yeah, South Carolina and, and like Maryland State and Maryland. We're at six. But the problem is off of those six teams, outside of UConn, you can't really name a lot of the stars. It goes back to the stars and the players. And the greatest thing that college basketball ever did was let you get to know the guys before they got to the pros. So back in the 80s, you got to know Ewing. You got to know Hakeem. You got to know um, all those guys from their college days. And since the women are stuck in this three-year frame, like they have, that's where they have to make their money and make it work is we know you're going to be here for three years. You're not leaving early. So let's go ahead and make a plan and build something around you. So now when you get to that next step, it, you're still in the face of everybody that's watching. That's all I'm saying. All right. We got to move on. We didn't spend way more time than we supposed, supposed oh, to on this. Man. We My still bad. got two more topics. It's all good. It was good conversation, but we got to move on. And uh, the reason why the boss BJ wasn't on, because after that graphic that was shown, uh, he is no longer a WNBA fan. And I respect that. So, He's a fan. He just he just don't want to come. <laughs> we moving on to and he is joining us now. We're moving on to our second topic out of the three. Um, they released the 2023 Pro Football uh, Hall of Fame finalists, and there he is, the man that pays the bills, the boss BJ. I'm gonna read off these names, and I want y'all to tell me after I finish how many Hall of Famers are on this list. Now, this is just the the, the finalists. Um. Senior committee, 12 individuals. Um, Chuck Howley, uh, Joe Klecko, of course, um, Ken Riley. Of course, I can't find them all. Where they all at? It was 24 total. Um, where we at? Uh, Ken Anderson, Maxie Bond, Randy Gradshear. Cecil Isbell, Bob Kuchenberg, Notre Dame Fighting Irish, Eddie Meador, Tommy Nobis, I said Ken Riley, Sterling Sharp, Everson Walls. Now, as far as coaching contributor, they had 12. Rune Aldrich, who I thought was already in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, should have been. Um, Don Air Coriel, Mike Holmgren, Frank Bucko Kilroy, Robert Kraft, Art Modell, uh, Buddy Parker, Dan Reeves, Art Rooney Jr., Mike Shanahan, Clark, uh, Clark, Sh- oh, God, I can't ever get it right. Oshansky. I think that's how it is. I can't get it right. But uh, John Wooten. So those are your 24 finalists. And I, I believe out of that 24, they're going to pick seven. Out of everybody that I named, how many Hall of Famers are on that list? Art Mooney's not in the Hall of Fame already? I thought he was in the Hall of Fame. Art Mooney? No, Art Rooney. Uh, Rooney. Are you sure? Yeah. Now, I think his dad is. Yeah, Junior is. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, because you didn't say Junior. I thought I said Junior. My fault. Oh, I might have missed it. My bad. Yeah, but I'm about to say, damn, I know he's in there. You saying Art Rooney Junior? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, did did you hear that, Brian? Nah, I thought he said, I thought he just said Art Rooney. That's why I was like, I damn they wanted to stop him. That's why I was like, I know he in there. Yeah, of course the Chiefs in there. Yeah, I know he in that joint. Clear for the blacks, they let him in that (laughs) joint. Gotta let him in. (laughs) 
So out of all of those, how many how many Hall of Famers? Well, Dick Vermeil is going to get in because Kurt Warner got in. Well, Dick Vermeil got in this year. He got in this year. Oh, then I thought you said Dick Vermeil. Who did you say? No, he said a home run. I said Mike Holmgren, Don Coryell, Art Modell, Robert Kraft, uh-huh. Mike Shanahan. Shanahan. Shanahan's probably going to get in. So you said Art Modell again, man. I thought you said Dick Vermeil at the end. That's how no. I'm, I'm, that okay. was uh, John Wooten. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, Dick, Dick got in this year. Yeah, Dick Vermeil okay. got in this year. Yeah. The Hall needed some uh, Dick. Yeah. It's, get, it's getting a lot of dick too every year too. <laughs> Unwanted dick. <laughs> Shit. The motherfucker. The hall uh, is straight. <laughs> hey, uh, maybe three people out of that list that that I that like deserve to go into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, Sh- Shanahan's gonna get in. Um. Yes, I'm trying to. I mean, Coryell has to be in. Yeah, I think Coryell has to be in just because his offense is one of the offenses that is pervasive throughout the league. So you Mm -hmm. have to give that man, even if you don't give him credit for his coaching, his creative process deserves a spot in the hall. Agree. I think. I think what's amazing is what we're all agreeing on right now because we're scratching our head past three. Why can't there just be three? Why we gotta oversaturate it? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, like, like we're nobody's getting no, no, nobody reeled off three quick ones. You nope. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you damn sure gonna have to sleep on four and five. Then you're gonna throw well, six and seven in there because. Well, I said. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. I said on a previous show that this class that we just had. Oh. Man. I didn't see. I didn't see much in there as Hall of Famers. They could have been a, the Hall of Really Good. But I didn't see Hall of Famers. I didn't see upper echelon. And that Sam, Mill. Sam Mills talk- upper echelon to me. We, Sam we Mills about- is nobody's top ten, man. Nobody's top ten. Sam Mills? You mean you mean to tell me there's that that you can't fit ten linebackers above Sam Mills in the history of football? I could, but this to 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 deal with what this man dealt with, being undersized, just saying that. Just the same way I, I feel about London Fletcher. To deal with a man, th- this man dealt with things that was vicious. He was part of one of the greatest linebacking cores ever. All three of them, well, I know Pat Swilling will probably get hey, in hey, one hey, day. But, 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 oh, but answer the question. The, the story, we, we know that the, we know the Hall of Fame is politics. Yes. And that's why, you know, you get it, you got a good story. Kurt Warner doesn't belong in the fucking Hall of Fame. Hell no. <laughs> If you got a good story, you know, from his story from bagging groceries to NFL Europe to winning and the his Super wife Bowl having with cancer, Japan, don't forget about that because they always say wife that. having cancer. And then he, you know, he he's a great TV personality. All that makes a big difference. Um, does he deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Absolutely not. So Absolutely not. With that criteria right there, we're, we can all we can guarantee that Sterling Sharp is going to be Hall of Fame bound next season. And, and yeah, Sterling Sharp. That's that's what I was going to say. If they're putting, uh, who's the boy they just put in from the Jaguars? Tony Baselli. Yeah, if, if Baselli's going in all five or six years, then Sterling. That's what I'm saying. Now you're setting. Now you're setting a dangerous trend where Terrell Davis. Yeah, you're going to have players that have. 
that was that was on top for three or four years in the Hall of Fame. That's not what the Hall of Fame is. And you know, yeah, we I talked agree. about it. All of us have talked about it. We talked about it on the show once before. It would be so gratifying if they had different level jackets. Like you're not a gold jacket Hall of Famer. You know what I'm saying? You're a silver jacket or you're you're you know you're a bronze jacket or whatever the hell it is, but you're not gonna Man. tell me that De- Dion was preaching. Dion was preaching. Yeah, and and the thing is, we keep saying that, and that we said that on the last podcast. When you put a certain name on a list, nobody else can go. You when you put Deion Sanders on a list of cornerbacks, now it's a whole shit list of people you can't put on that list. You can't. It, the name to me, that's the Hall of Fame. Down. It's the Hall yeah, of that's, Fame. That's the Hall of Fame. You can't. You can't put Michael Jordan and James Harden in the same sit. It, it, it just <laughs> once one person go on that list, and that's the standard. Wilt Chamberlain, Jordan, Jim Brown. I think it's disrespectful for people like Tony Baselli to get in. I, I really do. Hey, I, man. It, it, it should be a, a standard. Hey, Watch the, mouth. the most you know, mouth. Know, one of the most overrated quarterbacks. <laughs> man, you, my, my man, told you shit on. One of the most overrated dudes. Del Green couldn't guard a light post. Man. Really? <laughs> Come on, Kevin. Look, look. Oh, I'm going to give you all the floor. I'm going to give you the floor. Oh, I'm going to give you the floor. All I need is three seconds. I just need three seconds. I watched them. I not, I watched the 94 championship game today. It was the 91 championship NFC game. It was the 49ers and the Redskins. Del Green got cooked all the time. I watched Michael Michael Irvin versus Del Green. Beat him all the time. Who did Del Green shut down? He had a punt return against the Chicago Bears, and he ran down Eric Dickerson and Tony Dorsett, and he played 20 years. Done. That's it. Done. Done. Go ahead, Redskins. I mean, Commodores. It's easy like Sunday morning. Go on. Go ahead, Lana Richie. I don't even know where to start this conversation with you because, like, that is the – like, you're talking about the guy, the first guy to travel with a team star receiver – all over the field. You're talking about nobody else did it back then. He's a shutdown corner. <laughs> Dude, you acting like he didn't shut anybody <laughs> down. Come on. Let's 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 be real. Like you might I mean I, I feel like you're speaking from hate in your heart. As Anthony called it. Give me the names he shut down. I feel, like you, I feel like you're talking from hate in your heart, to be honest you, with you. you. You need to turn the light because on if, if he's not a shutdown corner. Then nobody just made like. Okay. Who Again, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you have this. In this <laughs> I don't want to have it. I want to. But, but, but Brian, it's that, that's not a thing. Because I don't want to hold this up. I'm gonna let this okay, keep you're going. Right. You're right. You're right. You're but, right. But, you're right. We just gonna agree to disagree. <laughs> I don't want to agree to disagree. Thirty. Y'all talk thirty minutes about the WNBA. I think and we, we still ain't done. Time. <laughs> I think we can spare a little bit of time for Daryl Green in the Hall of Fame. Uh, no, no, he don't belong in the Hall of Fame. I don't see, and I've always told you, I don't understand how you Why can you say that. Then how is how is Everson Walls even close to wanting to be in the Hall of Fame? I don't want Everson Walls buy a ticket to get in the Hall of Fame every time. Bro, you talking to me? I think there's a bunch of people that don't belong in the Hall of Fame. A bunch. I mean, I mean, I'm 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 damn near on Aeneas Williams now. Yeah, Ooh, this, whoa. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of him. Though. Okay, okay, I see what it is. Your your Hall of Fame is going to be you got an elite 11 Hall of Fame, if that's the term I can use. 
Like your guy has to be if he's not one, because then I'm almost would, wondering yeah. would Charles Woodson be in your Hall of Fame? Big guy, most definitely, most definitely, yeah. without a doubt. Can you without find out how many? Can you find uh, out how many people without are enshrined in the Hall of Fame? Gotcha. Okay. I think yeah. I think I think yours is. And, and I'm not trying to words your mouth, but I think I know what your Hall of Fame is now. Drew and I, I get where you're coming from. Huh? Drew Pearson. Does he deserve to be in? To me, no. Thank Let you. Me. I agree. But, but here's the thing. Drew Pearson was the only player from the All-70s first team that wasn't in. He should have been in years ago. You put Harold Carmichael in ahead of him. And I'm not a Cowboy fan. But I, I right is right and wrong is wrong. Darren Woodson should be in. Joe Jacoby should, should be in. Joe Jacoby. Joe yeah. Jacoby. Joe Jacoby is the reason why left tackles get paid as much money as they get now. Joe Jacoby is a turnstile. Oh my God. Ask, ask Lawrence Taylor. Here he comes, Joe. <laughs> Joe. Joe Thousand Bell. We ain't even hiked the ball yet. No, he coming. He is coming. I don't care if you in a shotgun. He gonna get there. <laughs> Joe Jacoby. I walked through a turnstile today and I was like, oh, Joe Jacoby. There he go. Letting me in. Oh, Joe Jacoby, get his okay. big country ass out of here, man. Did you I, also got say Sean May after that. You you also got Lester Hayes, who's supposed to be up for this uh, up this year as well. Lester Hayes should have been in because Lester he has, what, what, what he, Oh, there you go. You can't. That, that's that, not a good nickname. Lester the ball. Name. Yeah. Okay, you can say that. <laughs> that's nah, nah, don't what say none of that. Yeah, don't I agree. Say none of that. I agree. Yeah, nah, I don't like Molester. Period. <laughs> but but uh, what he had seventeen interceptions in one year. The dude no, was a monster. He he had uh he got the record. I know that he got the no record. no night train lane still got the record for uh at fourteen. That's the rookie did, record and the all time. He did that shit in twelve season. games, Kevin. Yeah, he did that. Thing is, That's my man, Lester Hayes. I think they said he picked off eighteen passes, but like seven or eight of them got called back because of penalty. So he got the he, record in something. I saw he had the record in something. I think he I has a stickum record, but. <laughs> Yeah, and plus he stuttered. That ain't that ain't that ain't that ain't that ain't mine. Yes, and he got over it too. He beat that too. Yep, his favorite animal is Porky the Pig. <laughs> Let me in, Coach. Swamp Queen, you kind of quiet over there. Come on, jump in here. Oh, no, no, man. I'm just fully enjoying this. Uh, no, go ahead. I'm fully enjoying this. I'm fighting with the contact. Right well, now. Well, well, she she was nodding her head to Dale Green. Are you from um? Are you from the DMV? Negative, sir. From Louisiana. Okay. You, you don't see all of this behind me, love? I don't see any crawfish back there, nothing like that. <laughs> How could I don't see no crawfish hanging on their wall. Alligators walking around. <laughs> but but you think but you think you think Dale Green should What's be in the whole thing? What is not doing? Oh yeah, no, I'm just I'm just I'm just just joshing. <laughs> but, but uh, to answer your question, BJ, is 362 members of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yep, and then that that number should only be uh if it's three sixty two, the number should only be about one sixty. Great, I agree. Half, half of them players, if we talking about Hall of Fame and elite level of play, and same thing with the NBA. Just go ahead and cut that number in half. Oh my but god! He, 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 especially the trash, trash they've been letting in the last couple of years. We, it's not it's 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 the it's the participation trophy Hall of Fame now. That's what it is. It is. But now think about this. You talk about the inductees of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and you talk about mm -hmm. cutting it. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. You got to think about the guys that played in the AFL that we didn't get to see, 
and they were elite for their time. Yep. You, you got to think about the guys that, that the contributors that came before that came before the AFL in the early days before the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame only been around since 63. So you got to think about that first class where guys that played in the 20s, 30s, and 40s. Like Jim Thorpe yep. and stuff. Right. You got yep. – tell me right now that you've seen more than 10 videos of Red Grange, but you know he's an all-time great. Bronco Nagurski, mm-hmm. but he's an all-time great. I can speak on that, Kevin. You got you got writers and 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 their fellow players that talk highly of them, you know. So we should give it up to them because obviously we can't do it. No, we ain't seen them. The eighties guys, the nineties guys, ain't seen them. But their peers talk highly. Sammy Ball, all them guys talk mm-hmm. highly of them, mm-hmm. you know. But but it's it's like now if there was no social media, nobody wouldn't be like, man, did you see Sam Mills got that guy five yards uh, after he didn't ran through the lineman? Man, Sam Mills is vicious. Nobody talked about Sam Mills, man. Outside of his story, Sam Mills wasn't like that. He was, he was a, he, he was a, uh, 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 um, what's that joint that slows you down when you're driving? A speed bump. That's what he was, man. Sam Mills wasn't all that. Who and, and like I said, Joe uh, uh, Baselli, he had five good years, but that was in Jacksonville. Five I mean, years. I don't think Calvin. I, I don't think Calvin Johnson should be in the league. I don't the Hall think of Fame. Uh, not in the league, but the Hall of Fame. I don't think Shannon Sharp said. Whoa, whoa. Now, now, See, the, now, the only exception I got is Gail Sayers. Gail Sayers should be in. He okay. So that's kind of I'm, I'm being a hypocrite. Why, why not Shannon Sharp? What's wrong with Shannon? Shannon Stel- Sharp went Stel- down Sharp. Hold, he, he was holding most of the tight end records when he retired. Tony Gonzalez broke his I mean, record. I meant Sterling Sharp. My bad. Sterling Sharp. I meant Sterling Sharp. Yeah, and the, only reason, Sharp, Shannon, my the only reason why I think only reason why I think Sterling Sharp deserves to get in now is because fucking Tony Baselli is in. I thought Sterling Sharp should have got in years ago because we knew during his playing career he was how the many, guy. How many years? He and, and he had records. How many? How many years did Sterling play? I want to say seven. Let me double check. How, me how double many check. plays? How yeah. many years did Megatron play? Seven, eight. Nine about around that question, guys. So, like, what what's your what is your your criteria to determine who's great, who's who's an elite? Like, what what criteria do they need to have for you to determine if they're elite or not? Great question. When, when we yeah. great question, and that's a, that's a that's an excellent fucking question. When we talk about Hall of Fame, when we talk about wearing that gold jacket. Can I fight with Gary, big guy, Midnight Rider, to put you in the top five of all time? Just like just like Gary said, Sam Mills, you can name 10 linebackers, probably in the league now that might be better than Sam Mills. Right now. So how 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 the hell is that Hall of Fame worthy? Now, a guy on the edge, because you know, we got I think big guy, Midnight Rider, and I don't know about Swamp Queen, I'm not gonna put num uh, 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 words in her mouth. But I, I said I don't think Calvin Johnson should have been in, and Gary just said it. But we can go down the line, and it's more than likely there's going to be a 85% clip that feel like Calvin Johnson should be in the Hall of Fame. Okay, but if 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 you can't put this person, one, how many years did they play? Did they play over seven years? If you played over seven years, okay. Two, are they on their own all-decades team? Did they did they make it? Is twenty two motherfuckers 
and and I'm sorry for the cursing, is 22 people. So let's say the 2000s. Yeah, 22 people on the all-decade team. Are they even on that? Are they a backup to a person on that? Like some of these players aren't even a backup to somebody on an all-decade team. We're talking about the best of the best, the Hall of Fame, a gold jacket, a bust, immortalization. Like in the year 3000, you're going to walk in and you're going to see Tony Baselli's bust. And they're going to like, Dad, he must have been a monster. Yeah, he played about five years. About five years. And uh, you see this left tackle over here? He played 12, 13, way more, you know, no, no injuries. And uh, injuries is what it is, but... Just like Grant Hill. Grant Hill got punished for his injuries. He could have probably been, when you talk about small fours, he, he probably could have been top three if it wasn't for injuries. Penny Hall, like, name a whole bunch of them, right? Yeah, you can name a whole bunch of people that injuries derailed their career. You know, and, 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 and for what, for Tony Baselli, it is what it is, but that ain't no damn Hall of Fame career. So can can we, can we like, like for, for a long time, Kobe came up. It was Jordan and Kobe. Who's the best? There was nobody outside of that conversation until LeBron started getting some steam. So we're talking about three players people are comparing to the greatest player of all time. And if you ask a lot of people, Kevin Durant's not in that, even in that conversation. So that's what I'm talking about with Hall of Fame. You got, when we say the best ever in the NBA, you can reel off a couple names. Will, Bill, MJ, some people put magic in there. Some people put bird. Okay, that's fine. But we can reel off five or six names in the NBA when we talk about greatest of all time. Then how the hell does James Harden get into that that group of people? Man. How does Carmelo Anthony get into that group of people? <laughs> how does Anthony Davis get into this group of people? When we talk about Jim, when we talk about Jim Brown, how the hell is Terrell Davis? even have a chance to get into the Hall of Fame if we're talking about Jim Brown. LaDainian Thompson. Yep. LaDainian Thompson. We're talking about Jim Brown. Yep. Thompson. Yep. Thompson. Yeah, we talk- Don't deserve it. Hey, How many more subjects we got? Because you picked some, you picked some heavy hitters today, Kevin. LaDainian <laughs> Thompson don't deserve to be in? We about to go two on two. Josh is about to slap me in. I'm on the ropes. I want, I want one of you niggas, man. Okay, wait, hold on. Let's stop. Hold on, wait, wait. Because you got to break this down. Now, we were talking about Sterling Sharp. Sharon made a great point. Criteria. Yeah, I, I get that. And when Mine we talk about sweet, are you top three for six, seven years or more? That's the it. Logic Bruce should have been the Hall of Fame. There's a lot of them that shouldn't be. You said, well, hold on. Say, say Isaac Bruce. You said, Isaac you said, Bruce. Not if you're if you can't put Calvin Johnson in, you damn sure can't put anybody in that era in before him. I don't care what you say. My man had punt coverage. I keep telling saying this, but my man had punt coverage on the goal line. You can't <laughs> like this. There's, there's just certain optics for me when it comes to the Hall of Fame. Like, how do we have to cover you? This man went 70 some odd games in his Detroit career, and he didn't even have a hundred yard rusher. Like there are things that like I don't know. We just like I think some of this and Gary, I know where you're coming from now. You have a fan thing 
they always talk about. Because KG gets on me because I talk about Eddie Jones. And he don't understand my dislike for Eddie Jones. But Eddie Jones. I know what it is. Basketball player? Yeah. yeah. Baller. Lakers. Temple University's own. He, he, just, he, just got, he just got pushed to the side too many times. But yeah, he didn't flourish the way can he should have. Can I but, read but, this to y'all? Can I read? Uh-oh. I'm sorry, man. Can I read this? No, you good. You good. Sound like some facts is coming. It's it's facts. Calvin Johnson's not even top thirty in yards. I'm talking about total yards receiving. We talking about it's 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 um. I just saw Antonio Gates is on the list. Jason Witten is ahead of him in yards. He's thirty second in yards. Isaac Bruce is fifth with fifteen two oh eight. Play from 94 to 2009. He's not even he's not even top 10 in yards. Was he dominant? Absolutely. Could they get out of their division? They could not. And that, that's what I'm saying. It's just like Dominique was dominant. But what does team play and team have to do with that? Because when you start putting team into it. There's a lot of guys, especially old time. Sonny Jergson shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame if we're going to talk about team. If we're talking team, we're not talking team. But I'm, no, no. BJ just said in this thing, what did he accomplish team wise? So you can't like there are players that you have to give their dominance to for with their individual, and then because their team was so dysfunctional, you have to let certain things go. Mm. The, the- one thing mm. I will not stand for, mm. and I stand for a lot of things. I will mm. not stand for Sonny Jurgensen slander. He's Never. not even top. He's not top. I was kind of shocked that Midnight Rider said that. He he's Calvin Johnson. Was a little yeah, shocked to say that. But it's it's, it's, it's facts. Top, like he's not like top we're, forty. I'm sorry. We're we're talking about numbers, 40. and like even now we're in a spot where numbers are starting to become like if you look at Drew Pearson. Lin Swan. No, we can't do numbers like that. No, you can't go down that road. No, no, but you're getting to my point. Like, when we started talking about their numbers, and then you're trying to equivalent them to a guy that's coming out now, like, you can't no. do that. That yeah, bar is so different. Like, and, even and, I, and, and I agree with you. Bro, so, I, what I'm saying numbers, is... Bradshaw numbers suck. But we have to get to impact. And I think this is where Lady C was talking about the criteria. It's some of it is what you accomplished, but some of it is who you were. Like if somebody walking down the street and say, "Hey, you had to line up against this guy. Was this guy a dog?" And they like everybody like he a dog. Like that gets some, that gets some credence. I agree with you, but here's what I'm saying: Bruce played in the '90s, where we I think we can all agree the NFL was a little bit tougher animal. That '90s to 2000 period. Calvin Johnson played where if Isaac Bruce had played the same period, he probably would have added way had way better numbers than Calvin Johnson. That's what I'm saying. Calvin Johnson played in an offensive era where you could barely touch these motherfuckers on, on the line. Where you could barely, you know, check them like you could. You couldn't check them like you could in the 90s. And we're not even talking about a 30-year difference. We're talking about a 10-year difference. And the All NBA right. saw the same thing where the league changed and now you have more offensive numbers and you telling me you're not even top 30 in receiving or receptions. 
There's a difference when you have Marshall Falk, Tory Holt, Isaac Bruce, and you have Kurt Warner. And who's that muzzle that? guy? Yeah, huh? too. Who was the muzzle at number 81? No, I oh, Al-Sahir What's his name? Oz Hakeem. Oz Hakeem. Hakeem or that something was like a that. bad little dude, too. Yep. I couldn't yep. stand him because I couldn't stop him on Max. So I, yeah, I know. I, exactly. Yep. And that's why he's a bad boy. Yeah. Yeah, Detroit, dude, Detroit had no running back. You can't name a running back unless you want to name Joyke Bell or somebody like that. Um, his other receiver, his best other receiver was Nate Burleson at best because he came in with Charles Rogers and he came in with Mike Williams. I mean, not Mike Williams. Um, it's Mike Williams. Okay, so yeah, so like, we like when, that's, when we start doing, oh, that's yeah. the part about this whole thing that like he's the only guy that he had. He it was. He is Roy Williams. My bad. Roy Williams. Roy Williams. Thank you. From yeah. Texas. Yeah. So, so he was there. He was the guy. Nobody's doing anything else on the other side of the field. Can you? Now, can we're talking you, about TV. Nate Burleson, a bad mo- But on the field, he was <laughs> all right. So, like, that's the whole thing. Like, without Charles Johnson. Huh? Can, can, can you tell your great, great grandkids the game of football without Charles Johnson? You mean Calvin Johnson? Calvin, no. my bad. Calvin Johnson. I don't even know the nigga's name. Calvin Johnson. Nah, nah I can't. <laughs> yes, you can. I'm gonna tell him about some you dude named Megatron. Like... They called him Megatron. Man, I'm a Florida State fan. Frankie. They didn't call him Isaac. <laughs> they didn't call him Isaac Bruce. They called him Megatron. Oh, and they called him Cassius Clay too. But everybody know both of his names. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> let, 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 let me let me say this. And, you know, like I said, I'm not going to stand for no Sonny Jurgensen slander. Sonny Jurgensen was rated as one of the purest passers of the dead ball era. That was pre-78. He played from 57 to 74. What's his record? Um, Mm -mm. I don't have his record. But he's fighting on this joint, man. He was a all-decade 60s team. uh, Led the league in completion percentage in 70. Uh Passing rating in 67, 61 and 67 led the league in passing touchdowns, led the league in yards, 61, 62, 66, 67 and 69, 69 was the season under uh, uh, um, Vince Lombardi. Just to revise history just a little bit, maybe, just maybe, if he wasn't injured in 72, Washington walked into that game favored oh, to beat the undefeated God. Dolphins. Now if Sonny would have played in that game, oh, I on, think man. we would have won. I'm just see. saying. See, Kevin, now see, I'm with you, brother. But you you had to go there. Be, but, but, but you got to think about it. What was what was Miami's game plan to shut down the NFL MVP? Who was the NFL MVP? The great Larry Brown. So if you want to shut down the NFL MVP, you want to shut down the run game. What are we gonna do? We're gonna dock in the sky with 40 balls. And just let Sonny just throw that thing deep. This dude could throw behind his back fifty did yards. You, did you see what the what the Buffalo Bill? I mean, did, did you see what um the Dolphins did to OJ twice? The juice. Exactly. You think, have, you think they was gonna have a problem with uh what's his name? What you you act like Larry Barrett Brown was lost product? Come on, cuz don't do he that. Juice. He the juice. <laughs> he said he the juice. Why are you leaning back? Is the answer back there? Is the answer back there? Where you leaning at? Everybody can't jump in the white Bronco and ride off. But I'm we just saying. talking about oh, that. Man. We're not talking about that. Let's leave the 90s alone. <laughs> I get what you're saying. That's off the field stuff. Like, you, you can't bring exactly. that in. 
Like, no, okay. we're talking about yeah. what, what they, oh, okay. you know, exactly. the period we're talking about what they've done on the field. We ain't talking about but the glove. Don't, and, and, Nicole wanted too much money anyway. Like that. We, we can't talk about that. But Larry Brown, Larry Brown was the top five running back of the 70s. <laughs> Say he wasn't. Say he wasn't. He wasn't. There you go. He wasn't. The 70s? Are you serious? Does he know Orenthal? Does he know the man? Do I gotta oh, say his real man. name? Orenthal Juice. This he nigga said runs through five. airports gliding. He said top five in the 70s. Oh, you mm. said top five? I thought he said number one. No, no I said top five. five in the 70s. OJ, Franco. I'm saying Tony Dorset too. Tony Dorset came in what about 70s? He came 77. in the mid 70s. Yeah. All right, all right. So I'm taking Tony out. That's too late. All right, so you got Tony Dorsett, you got OJ Simpson. Um, uh, damn, you might be right, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll move on. You might be right. I got mm-hmm. but that's the top off my head right now. But yeah, he was a bad dude. He was a bad dude. So let me throw this, let me throw this name out at y'all. Um, you know, I've been he's he's been a long time, you know, I've been a long time fan of him. Uh William Perry. Refrigerator. Where the does refrigerator. he fall? Yes. Where does he fall on on your criteria of in or out? Because he's already in South Carolina, but he's not in the pro football hall of fame. He where you belong. I agree. From outside looking in. I Can y'all hear me? Yeah. I just make it sure because I'm on another page. I'm looking at 70s running backs. So yeah, yeah Larry's on. Larry Zonka, Franco Harris. Uh, they're saying Walter Payton has six, almost 7,000 yards in the 70s. He, he played his best years in the 70s. Okay. And then you, uh, their top five rounds out, Earl Campbell. Oh, your boy's out of there, Kevin. Earl Campbell didn't come until 78, though. Well, if that's the case, yeah. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he, don't, he don't apply there. If that's the case. Offensive, but, but, offensive rookie of the year, two-time offensive player of the year, MVP, two-time Pro Bowler, and two-time All-Pro in the 70s. Who's that? That's Earl Campbell. It's Earl Campbell. That's what he did just in the 70s. Yeah, what's, 70. What's, what's Kevin's boys' uh, awards? MVP hey, in hey, 72, hey, Burt Bell Award in 72. Johnson. NFC offensive player. He not, he not in the – this list I'm looking at at medium.com, he's not – he's who? what was his name again? Brian. 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 Brian, listen yeah, to me. He, Go to the second page. You'll find him there. <laughs> Go to the second page. And he You're on the first page. That's your problem. He only played eight years, but he was one. He was one of the. He was one of the most durable backs. Brian, go to the second page. He he okay, not, not go to down on the second page. Just keep going down. Just keep scrolling all, down. Past the Patriots, past the Cardinals. What, what, uh, 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 your other boy Juice? I think he was in the eighties. Otis oh, uh, Otis Anderson. I think that's his name. Yeah, the way he came in the seventies too. They got Put John Riggins uh, in the, ahead in the of top ten of the seventies. Put him ahead of him. Yeah, you know Riggins had his time with the uh, the Jets and the Redskins at that time. Yeah. He had more. Mitchell, Tony Dorsett, Lawrence McCutcheon, Chuck Foreman. Oh, 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 that's the spin doctor right there, Chuck Foreman. Yeah. Spinning your ass in a minute. Hey, hey, so Jonathan, look, let me ask you this. Sharon just said it. What is your What is your thoughts on uh, William Perry? As I far mean, as what. <laughs> the way you said that, that, that answers it right there. I, but I, Hall of Fame. As much as much as I love him, I can't put him in. No, yeah, no. Oh, he, for, he, he was more Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, yeah. He, I think that was more of a, um, more of a, you know, 
the the act the 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 shit he did versus yeah. the playing on running the, field. the ball no two yeah. you know what I'm saying he you know but uh, shit uh, your boy what's his name what was, what was the nose guard on the Packers with Brett Favre there uh Gilbert Brown Gilbert Brown the great yeah is that I used to love that dance mm-hmm. for that celebration but yeah yeah Gilbert Gilbert Brown I mean yeah but he's a I don't even know if he would be a, 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 a honorable uh, honorable mention William Perry I mean he damn sure served the purpose. Nobody yeah. touched Singletary in his prime. Yeah, they wasn't getting a Singletary, but, but okay, he, he that, definitely was solid. That Bears defense was was stacked because you had you had Mongo, you had Singletary, you had a Wilbur Marshall, you had Richard Dent, you had Perry. Man, you had if you block everybody, you still had to worry about somebody from the secondary coming through. You still had to worry about Dave Durson back there. Man, it was so much you had to worry about with that defense. And you got your boy Buddy coaching them. They was they was they was looking for blood, man. Yeah, you got eight people rushing with all. They don't care about can you get the ball off. They don't care about that. And the only team that could yeah, do okay, it buddy. was the Dolphins. Okay. That was it. The only team that could do it. Don't you sit yeah. down and play, okay? And that was a that was just a weird night though. Okay. But oh yeah, some weird things happened that night. Uh, uh, but William Perry, I don't, I don't, Swamp Queen, I don't think so. I don't think so. You got another much, name, Swamp? Much as I love him, I don't think so. Not off the top of my head. Give me a nobody minute. Else? Give me a minute. Well, Thanks. I got a name. And you know, I, my, my my name, I ain't even gonna bring it up because that's gonna start a whole nother argument. But Gary Clark or some shit like that. <laughs> what you hating on Gary Clark for? Chris Dishman or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Dishman was the oil at first. But no, we when we talk Hall of Fame. We always talk about players. Like I believe Steve Tasker should be in the Hall of Fame. I oh, believe when you, you oh, I believe Steve Tasker and everybody want to put Devin Heston in the Hall of Fame. I believe that Brian Mitchell should go in ahead of him because yes. Brian Mitchell is a leader in in kick return and punt return. Devin Heston broke a couple of records. Brian Mitchell still owns ten to twelve records, and he's number two in all purpose yards. Brian Mitchell was essential to the team. He was essential. Devin Hester only gave you special teams. You put him at wide receiver or DB. He can't get off the line. He getting burnt. Exactly. Yeah. But when I say that, I'm a hater. But the only difference with Devin Hester was the impact of some of his returns. Um, First return in the in the kickoff in the um, in the the Super Bowl. Like when his returns happen is one thing. Devin has to actually, I think it's the Monday night game where we got, they are who we thought they are. When he had two in one game, right. He had two in that game. Like there, I think, again, we're talking about impact. And I think because Brian Mitchell's a little bit further back, the way our world works, he goes to the back of your mind. So you don't give him the respect that he deserves. It shouldn't be like that. I think Esther might actually get in before him because of that. And I think that's absolute. Yeah, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be like that, man. Like, like it shouldn't. But Washington has had this great inability of getting players that belong in the in the hall or that people consider hall of famers across that aisle and into that man. that finalist and beyond finalist point. Because Jacoby shouldn't. I, I, I mean, you don't like Jacoby, but Jacoby should be in there. I don't care if Baselli's in there. If Gary Zimmerman is in there. He should be in there. 
I think at worst Art Monk should have been second ballot. Art Monk was vicious. I don't right. know. I don't know why it took so long but for Art Monk. You, it, because he wouldn't talk to the media. He didn't have a relationship with the media. And, and they wrong. felt they felt so compelled to keep him out because he didn't talk a lot. He was a quiet person. He's still a quiet person. He does not talk a lot. That's a shame, man. That that that, that it was Jerry Rice and him. Mm-hmm. That's that's who it was. It was those two. That 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 dude was vicious. But Joe Jacoby, yeah, no. Now maybe if he was like in on a if he was on a, a in a different division, maybe. But Lawrence Taylor's ate that dude's lunch every twice a year all the time. But Lawrence Taylor was Who's in the eighties. Lawrence Taylor eat. <laughs> like there wasn't like you saying that like that's a, a like if you had said um Mike Smearless from the Buffalo Bears Bills was eating Joe Jacoby's lunch, all right, I got you. But you talking about Lawrence Taylor. You're not talking about the Bills like that, man. Oh, you a Bills fan? No, Johnson. Nah, he a Brian. cowboy fan. No, Brian. Oh, okay. Why, why, why you saying? got Brian like that? But it's just no, it's just a it was just a name. First thing that popped in my head from the nineties. The first sorry DN, and he chose. Like, right. <laughs> hey, but bro, you get what I'm saying, like, right like he just don't have guys. Like, yeah, Lawrence got past him, maybe a Ricky Jackson, but it wasn't too tall. Got by him too. Nah, too tall. Too tall got blocked. Then, 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 uh, then Joe Gibbs. What, what did he do? What, what did he make the halfback? He made something that would help chip uh, Lawrence. The H back. The H back. That's what it was. The H back. And he did that because Joe Jacoby just couldn't handle him. Too slow. But they, it, it, it wasn't just Lawrence Taylor. You, you got to realize who was in that in that division. You had the Reggie Whites. When Reggie White came over from the USFL, you had Reggie. You had Lawrence Taylor. But then, you know, you still had uh, 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 Leonard Marshall. You had guys, man, that, that was vicious. But I, I always thought that the Hogs would go in as a unit with – Boss Hog himself, Joe Bugle, and all the original Hogs going in as a unit. All right, let me ask you this, and we can move on if you want to, because I because I know we keep bringing up conversations that can last a lifetime, which is beautiful. <laughs> but you are are you saying on record right now that the ninety one Redskin line is better than the 90, 92, 93 Cowboy line? I believe the Redskins lines of the eighties are better because that's what they were modeled after. That's what those those lines were modeled after. Yeah, what, what, yes, the original is. That's what they were modeled after. The Great Wall of Dallas was modeled after the Hogs. Why does it matter if it's modeled? Because it's you better. can't be better than what, what came before you. You can't be better than what you're modeled after. Michael Jordan modeled himself after Dr. J. He was better than Actually, him. no. Michael Jordan modeled himself after Walter Davis. Is he better than Walter Davis? I don't know point. about that. That's debatable. Now I'm playing. You done lost your table. 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 I said I'm playing. I said I'm playing. I said I'm playing. I said I'm playing. That Arlene. Hey, Arlene. Walter. Walter Davis just pumped my gas yesterday, man. That's right. Tell him the again. The baby agrees. The baby agrees. <laughs> All right. Let's hit this last topic because we going. He going. Take that cook and get on up out of here. It's going to last Last hours. topic, <laughs> Deshaun Watson. Ah, mm. uh, he went from having an eleven game sus- I mean, I'm sorry, a six game suspension to an eleven game suspension, and the NFL upheld it. And Roger Goodell, being such a 
goddamn genius decides to make it that he comes back against the Houston Texans. <clears throat> Let's get the thoughts on that. I mean, just go around the room and and, and just see what y'all think about that because me personally, I don't agree with none of it. And I'll say this and then I'll, I'll, I'll shut the hell up. He didn't have a criminal case against him. These are civil suits. Yes, he came out and apologized. And I guess apology is an admission of guilt, whatever. But he didn't have a criminal case against him. They couldn't, didn't have no evidence. Big Ben got four games, four games, no fine for allegations. Two different allegations. Two different. Yeah. Deshaun Watson, 11 games, five. The $5 million fine does not mean nothing. That don't mean a damn thing to him. He got old school Evander Holyfield money. He had an air-conditioned hell three times over with the money he bought to get this guarantee. So the, yep. the $5 million ain't nothing. He he pretty much is like, okay, what you want that in? You want it in quarters or you want it in tens? What you want? You're going to write a post-dated check. That's Coming fine. Back in the 90s? <laughs> you showing hey, your age. Cash, cash that next week. <laughs> Wait, you still but, write checks? Don't do that. Don't do that. No, no, no. He will, though. You sure you just 39? <laughs> I just I just got done I just got done updating my checkbook before I got on this. Uh, <laughs> you had to you had to balance had, your checkbook. I had to carry the ones and shit. I'm like, damn, <laughs> taxes is point fifteen percent. But um, I, I just don't think that it's fair. And it's great that we got the Swamp Queen Lady C on because I want to start with her. As a woman, well, how many cases was it? Midnight Rider. I think because you updated me, I thought it was thirty-seven. You said it was more than that. How many? What is it total that the allegations are? So there's the total is sixty-six women. Period. Yep. Then yeah, I think the same game on. I think it's thirty-four that actually did cases. If memory serves me correctly, um, I'll get my son to look that up for me. But I think that's the number, and that's where we started selling the cases. But okay. I'm going to get out and let Lady C go. All right, Lady C. From a woman's perspective. It's, it's stupid. Like, it's, it's this whole Me Too shit. Like, it, it goes it goes all to that, that Me Too bullshit. Like, you, what's, I, can't, I can't answer that really from a woman's point of view. I, I just can't because... Me personally, I'm I'm not that kind of woman. I see nothing wrong with getting a massage, and you you know you be happy at the end. I see nothing wrong with that. Um, but I I don't think it's that many like that honestly that honestly went through this. You know, they see okay, hey girl, we can get this money. Latch on, say he did it to you too, or. Yeah, I was in I was in the building whenever it happened. Wasn't in the room. They're not gonna say that. Rag the hoes ain't gonna say that. They're gonna say, Yeah, I was in the building. I was there. Like I, I saw this, I saw that, I felt offended. Like everybody's just they getting into their feelings too much nowadays. Like, ah, bitch, man up, like do something with your life because that's just really stupid. I can't, I really can't answer from a weak woman's point of view. I, I can't do that. Um, 
I don't believe it's that many like solid allegations. Some are just me too. You know, some are, are latching on because of the settlement, you know, because of the money. So it's it's their come up. You know, it is wrong. Hell yeah, it's wrong. Because you are, you know, literally throwing this man's name in the mud. Like I, I don't think he was was aggressive with these women or made them do it. Um, or they or made them feel feel like they, they had to do it in order to get out the room and I, it's, it's not. I I have really nothing. I, I can't say it because it's just, it's wrong. 11 games, that's too much. Way too much. Like, and a $5 million fine. Yeah, fuck that money. I'm saying, that's, but it's just, that's, just that's, like how it. that's how he feels about it. Fuck the money. I agree. That, that was in his contract. Like, he got more than that in his, in his, like, his, his draft contract like so you know it, fuck them fuck the money like it is but it is about the money to the weak-minded females who know that it's a come up it's a come up because they can easily you know you split it that way you know you, you easily these regular helpers walking away with probably about what 100k each ish roundabout and they ain't gonna do nothing but spend it on some damn bbls and all that other body augmentation crap so should he have gotten those no um but at the same time it kind of goes down to race because like kev said you know ben i got four games two allegations Four games, two games per per allegation. Like, and and there's nothing solid. Like, there's no camera footage. There's no this. There's no that. Like, and there was, uh, you know, a little bit more proof with with Ben. I'm I'm pretty sure. Like, there there was, there was more. There was like some footage in the hotel. Like, but. They're they're willing to do this and you know say, oh my God, he did this. I can't believe that. No, tell that shit to somebody who's stupid. Piss on my head and tell me it's raining. Let let me throw this at you, and we've talked about this offline. I'm sure Midnight Ride and Gary, of course, I know you agree with it. Is it ironic? that these allegations that happen they seem to crop up when he asked for a trade <laughs> doesn't that i mean that's the thing that sticks out to me if we looking at this and we thinking in logic everything was fine until i asked for a trade now the neighbor of the owner tony busby who's a lawyer finds all these women that say i've done something wrong to them and i'm trying to get them to play around my back door while they give me a massage but i did it at the time with they what was it It was 39 women same story every time i mean i'm not i'm not so sure 
that if you find a massage therapist is really, really good, you find a barber that's really, really good. And you find anybody that does a job and they're really, really good. You're not going to go to anybody else because they're really, really good at what they do. So, and then it's women that say they have done massage for him and he's never been inappropriate with them. He, and I mean, it wasn't just one or two, it was several that was like, he's never been like that. These allegations are, are, are false. He's been nothing but the utmost gentleman. He goes to sleep most of the time. So does that stand out? To you're not going to find, you're not going to find like, you're not going to find 10 people to tell the exact same damn story verbatim. So you damn sure. But it's going to have a pattern. It's going to have a pattern. Right. But they told the exact same story. I mean, Mm -mm. every story was exactly the same. It happened the exact same way. Once again, piss on my head. Tell me it's raining. The boss BJ, I can tell you a story from hell 20 years ago he can remember the story and he'll tell it this and he won't tell it the exact same way he'll tell it differently but what just like gary said it'll be a pattern there where you'd like oh yeah y'all were in the same place at the same time but he's not going to tell it exactly like i tell it because to it's me- impossible it's like that. It's like the little the the whisper game that that you know we that we used to play in in elementary. Kev, I can whisper something in your ear, you know, and to, and you tell it to to midnight, and then midnight tells it to Gary. Gary tells it to B. B tells it back to me. It's gonna be totally different from what I told you. But you got thirty nine saying, well, he did A B C. No, I don't believe it. So yeah, it's some type of black ball tactic, you know, some some type of grab you by the nuts tactic, keep you keep you keep you at bay, keep you where you at. Because you know, if you know you put in your two weeks notice because you told you you told your job that you know, hey, I got a new job, I put in my two week notice, you liable to get fired because they pissed off at you. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. Got the T-shirt, gave it back. You know, so that's that's what this thing is. So you want to leave me after all I've done for you and da 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 da. That's that's where it's at. Gary, wake up, Gary. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm up. The 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 reason the reason why I bring up the money is because it's unprecedented. When you get suspended, they don't find you. Because the money you're losing is part of your fine. You're not playing and you're not getting game checks. The reason they're finding him is because I think he's making, what, a million this year because they backloaded all of his money because the Browns knew that he was going to miss some games. You know, so they they went ahead and added that five years because they wanted, they wanted the whole season in eight. That's what they wanted. And then they went out and they found a judge to be the mediator. And she said, there, there, there is no president, so we're going to go with six games. And then the league, the league just don't want to lose. They don't want to lose. So they're like, no, nah, hell no. Nah. No, nah, we want a year. We thought you was going to say 12 or something. You said six. Fuck that. I'm going to find somebody else who's going to give me my number. And so the PA and the, and, the, and the NFL, they came up with an agreement, 11 and 5. 
but but uh to the point you made about the cases coming when um when uh he he requested a trade it's like to me he's a young man with a lot of money and you know not that i done this it's gonna seem like i did it i didn't do it it's a th- stop laughing it's a third party right when you look up escorts right when you're shopping for women it always says massages on there or roses don't act like y'all don't know what the hell i'm talking about that's what it says right i heard this from somebody else and it says massages on there and 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 the point i'm making is is they said that the majority of all these women none of them was a none of them was a professional masseuse none of them were this is a young man if he want to have if he want to soil his oats like prince Akeem, let the dude do it i'm pretty sure that he wanted to have sex with these women all these women are beautiful i had massages the majority of them wasn't beautiful it was average women with some hard ass hands to know where to hit the spots at i ain't want to fuck him but he's out here getting kim kardashian looking chicks rubbing his back of course they're gonna be he's gonna be like a little lower a little lower yeah just go a little lower of course That's lower just esteban lower yeah yeah not not there a little lower yeah tug on that and and and, and that's how it worked and then one chick did it and then the other chick did it and then like you said the lawyer was like what in the neighborhood or something like that he can just he, he can just add shit to it it's all a conspiracy man i mean like to me he might have because because uh I'll, I'll leave it at this mike tyson pretty much got in trouble because he didn't walk the chick downstairs that's what mike said mike said they had consensual sex and when, when he was done she wanted to you know go on like a date she wanted it to be she wanted it to be like you know something mike was like eh, i'm done and she had a problem with that tupac same thing You can't please them all, man. <laughs> then that 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 leads into something else, and then now we here. And then yeah. they want to do. They want to do. Why why would why would I apologize if I didn't do anything? If I felt like I didn't do anything. And that's the main thing they want you to do is to grovel. They want you to get on your knees and beg. And then you still not gonna get your endorsements back. They still gonna have those molesting signs in the stands, and the whole nine, unless you just coon it up. Like well, Michael Vick. Nah, even Michael Vick still gets targeted here we are what what are we 17 18 years later peter eats his ass alive for the rest of his life and the thing is he's done peter ads it was uh what was that two three years ago he was supposed to be the captain of um a pro the uh pro bowl team i know exactly they they protested oh he killed dogs he fought dogs no he took the fall for some idiot friends and he went to jail kevin he paid his time but I it don't work, matter. What do you like? Like they want him to work at Seven Eleven. That's it, what it, they want. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Because you know matter. what they want? They want him to forever be labeled as a dog killer. Because it, if you think about it, a dog's life is worth more than a human, especially a because, black man. <laughs> Shit. Because I, I hate to bring it up, because it, it was it was bad judgment. But Michael Vick served two years in jail for dog fighting. Dante Stallworth killed a man in a crosswalk down in uh, uh, Florida. He served 23 days. Yep. And paid the Mexicans off. Paid them off. Yep. That was that. But you don't hear nobody bring that up. I mean, Dante Stallworth is not Michael Vick. And we talked about it in in our group chat. 
and we were talking about what uh, 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 Gail King did when she was talking to Lisa Leslie. She had to bring up Kobe Bryant's sexual assault case that was dismissed. He was found not guilty, but you still had to bring it up in death. Yep, it's always going to follow you. Know why they just paint the the black man, and I, I hate that with a passion. And I don't, I don't hate, but like that just really burns my biscuits that they're painting you guys in such a horrible light. Even uh, they have that, to. Um, Adrian Peterson, because he whooped his kids. Good example. Man, that, that's tradition. I can't tell you how many times my mama done killed me. I done woke up on the floor because my mama done laid my ass out. I can't tell you. But is she, is she painted like something? No. I have very I, much respect for the little 49 woman. And that was around this contract you know. time, too, Sharon. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was around this contract time. Hey, hold on, you did what? Yep. And you won what? And Nigga, he, we putting this out. <laughs> and whenever he came to, to New Orleans, oh, you had some that, that welcomed him for you know for the athlete that he is and then you had some that stood outside with with switches because you know you you didn't you done whooped your little boy for being a little asshole like he, he got what he deserved you need you need to beat your child down sometime but everybody like, and their mom saw jackson yeah. five and they and they applauded the shit. remember jackson five go out there and get that switch mm-hmm you know that was cool then man, but i can tell you i mean we had a switch tree like down in new orleans you got you down in louisiana you you got a switch tree in your yard and yeah. if it's not in your yard it's in your neighbor's yard and you go pick something i can use and don't bring me back nothing crazy <sighs> so i mean like i say my mama killed me one time i woke up the next day laid up against the door propped up because i broke curfew Mm. I was being fast yeah, with some boys. Mama resuscitated but, that ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, she did not. She right, did not. Right back. <laughs> nope. She did not resuscitate me. She didn't even put a damn blanket across my lap. I just woke up the next morning. She was cooking pancakes. Damn. Like, that was it. Damn. Ooh. I had me a good ass up in a long time. That look, yeah, I'm too light skinned for that shit. <laughs> yeah, they, man, my, my dad gonna get arrested for that. And I'm telling you, <laughs> he did it. He, he, hit, did. he hit me, officer. Yeah, yeah. We had a rule in my house. My grandmother said, You can call and tell if you want. They can come raise your black ass because you got to go. Yep. As soon as they go, you as soon as they come, you go out with them. <laughs> Fight my way out of Chicago. You leaving this house like you came naked because you ain't taking nothing on boat. Yep. yep. And, and 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 Kevin, to your point, I know I, I know Brian, you're gonna get in. That's one of the small point. Um that's strategic, brother. That's all money. He he comes back. At Houston, that's going to be the biggest game of the week. They can be yes. both. They can be zero and ten, both of them. Mm-hmm. That's going to be Monday night football, Sunday night football, or on on four o'clock Sunday. It's going to be prime oh, time. No, they going to flex that. That's going to be a night game. They going. It's already a night game. Oh yeah, that they going to flex that. It's already that. That's just it, that, it. Don't say TBA. That motherfucker mm-hmm. is already eight thirty Sunday night, Monday night. 
they they know what they're doing, man. They, they, I bet you in the negotiating, it was like, look, we're gonna make this good for everybody. We can't do six games. They probably wanted to do twelve because eleven is like a funny number. It ain't. They, chose, they 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 chose eleven because it's gonna fall on the Texans. But why not bring them back there? <laughs> and the whole crowd's gonna have molesting molesting posters and you know like hands on titty posters and shit. And it's, uh, it's massage. Posters. It's in Houston too, ain't it? Yeah, it's in Houston, bro. It's a marketing. It's a marketing like like phenomenon. They knew what they was doing. And I'm surprised yeah, and, no. And the Browns is gonna make him start. They I'm could be eleven and nobody, zero. <laughs> nobody brought this up, but then you got there. You got Robert Kraft sitting up for nomination. Then wasn't Robert Kraft name on that list? Man, yeah, man, this motherfucker and knocking, knocking out all them Asians. Yeah, and all he went them. and he trying to find a a, a massage parlor to get him a happy ending. Yeah. And that got swept under the rug. That only that was only dragged out what a month maybe. And I he ain't nothing about it no more. Yep, that was a wrap after that. Now, Midnight Rider, I see you in the fast lane revving. I'm see you ready to go. What's wrong with that? Like, getting massaged. It's a form of prostitution. It's not. Well, he's married, and, you know, it's a happy ending. No, he's got a girlfriend. He's not married. Whatever y'all pay for it. Well, Deshaun Watson, right? Yeah, she passed. Y'all pay for it anyway. Oh, he's talking about crap. Yeah, the owner. Y'all pay for it anyway. Whenever you take us out. You paying you, with the, with the intentions to get some afterwards. You paying for it, like Sharon. Sharon, you talking real? You paying for it. You talking real? We talking about by the book. You talking real? We all get that. Yeah, a movie, a yeah. movie. You paying for it? Anyway. Sharon talking. We got to throw allegedly out there so we don't get sued. <laughs> <laughs> a movie, a movie is, is way we more. We might catch a case tonight. Oh my god! Right. Woo! You can go to Craigslist and get something better and what you want. Opposed to actually going on, you know, like taking a chick out you don't really like, paying all this money, seeing this movie, and then you got to get up. Yeah, that's what your friend told you. The friend. Yeah, yeah, he he, he blacked yeah, the screen yeah, out. Yeah. He, he blacked yeah, the yeah. screen <laughs> out. Yeah, I think I think he matter of fact, I think he swiped left right now. <laughs> <laughs> speaking speaking for a friend. All right, yeah. so yeah, let's, let's wrap this up real quick. <laughs> um, I didn't know I had to follow this. <laughs> um, I'm not even prepared for that part. So, I think the issue, and the, the only issue I'm concerned about with this case for him, is there's one young lady, Lauren Lauren Baxley, who's the one person that hasn't settled yet. I don't know why she hasn't settled. I don't know what it is. Um, I, I read an article on it, and she's talking about she's traumatized. She can't do her job anymore. So. We get into this place where um, we get you have to get concerned for victims because victims aren't always believed, and sometimes we always think it's a cash grab. So, I think at a point we have to be careful because then you don't always get the victim to come forward if it's something real. So, there's a very thin line in this saying where we are. Now, after I say that, I have to say that the NFL is full of shit. And I say that this way. Sue Robinson's on the payroll. That's her name, right? The judge? Yeah, the retired judge. Yeah, yeah. She get a check. She get a direct deposit for what Mm -hmm. she just did. So what Roger said, and I'm going to say allegedly, I'm going to use air quotes, I'm going to use all that shit. He said, "Give give him six. And let's see how this goes. 
She was the floater. She was the sacrificial lamb. She was the Trojan horse. Like she was the one to get this out here just to see what people will react to. Yep. So then the NFL and all its fake moral compass came back was like, oh, nah, he got to get a year. It's got to be five million. Like they played us to make them think, make us think that they really cared about this situation. And they didn't. They checked the temperature. Yep. They checked the temperature. They said, oh, okay. Well, we're going to be flabbergasted because it wasn't a year. And then yep. they brought back another person because if it was a year, here's where we're talking about craft. Here's where we're talking about Snyder. Here's where we're talking about these emails. And and I'm gonna say another thing, and I want you to 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 take this in. Most of these cases or these situations with the owners. So if we're talking about the Miami situation with Brian Flores. We talk about Kraft situation. We talk about Snyder situation. These are all done with arbitrators and when you do with arbitrators the testimony doesn't become public so you can hide what you want to hide in these situations mm. so what the nfl has done is just make sure that they can hide what they want to hide but still act disgusted in this whole process mm. and the one person that they're scared of is this young lady lauren baxley who is fighting this to the end that's going to be the one person they're worried about in their side of this thing. The other case that they're trying to hide is the John Gruden case. Because Lord knows if those emails come out and you start going down that chain when John Everybody Gruden talking to um, Bruce Allen about the kneeling and all that, it's going to be some posts in there where the players will be called some N-words and this and that. And that's not going to want to come out because you can't have 32 owners Calling 32 play, I mean the players in word 32 times or multiple times in emails. So there's a reason these cases are happening the way they're happening. So the NFL has won their side of this because they got to hide behind the fact that it's not 16 games, it's eleven. It's only eleven. And that only is on Houston. It's on it's in heavy quotes. And would you say, Gary? I'm sorry. No, I was just saying and it ends on Houston. Right. And, and I don't, I don't think bread. I think that's a one o'clock start. But still, it doesn't that's, matter. That's for now. Still, that's for now. You can still get eyes on it no matter what. You can still get eyes on it. The NFL is the best product laid out for its fans. And it's part of the reason why baseball is stuck in fourth place or fifth place because they have no idea how to get the product to the fans that the NFL does. The, the small thing I want to add to that is Kevin, man, you talked about this. Like it's like if if Midnight Rider, if you if you are my CO and you convict me, find me guilty, and I don't agree, I appeal back to you. What kind of fucking sense does that make? <laughs> well, if his this his you're in the bureaucracy. The, the sense is that the reason you went to us the first place. Is because now we're going to test the temperature. Like you, you said it in the background. We're testing the temperature. We're going to see is this enough. And when it's not enough, we're going to act. Keyword act. But what this I'm saying is, no, no, no. This this agreement and this arrangement has been in place for weeks. Mm-hmm. This eleven games, this five million. I've heard this on many platforms because I listen to 92.3 in Cleveland 
um, like in the mornings because I, I just like hearing other teams like their suffering and their pain because I just can't <laughs> deal with watching this shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I've been so long, like I gotta I gotta hear somebody else suffer. <laughs> like I listen I'm getting to as bad as that too. <laughs> I, I listen to WIP after like the, the Philly radio. If they lose, dog, I'm right there, 9 a.m. Cause I gotta hear all the suffering. But aside from that, it's just like the NFL has set it up again where they look like they're doing something that they're really not even doing. Man, hey, hey, real quick, Brian Mitchell had a show. I, I think it's gone now. I used to love hearing him kill the Redskins when they lost. Yeah, oh, he's, he's on um, he on one hundred six seven the fan now. Yeah, yeah, he's on one hundred six seven the fan with JP Film. Yeah, yeah. Great show. This, this, all right, so y'all know what I'm talking about. This show I used to watch. He he was on it with one dude. I think I think I want to say it was Chick. Remember Chick? Oh, uh, so you talking about Redskins post game? Oh, I love that show. Yeah, when they well, lost yeah, right after the Mitchell, game. Yeah, was, yeah. I, I remember that one week where he was going to kill Clinton Porter because he got so mad every time Clinton Porter took himself out of the game after a three yard game. Yep. yep. But he wanted he wanted an extra month. Man, I would I would I would miss part of the four o'clock game just to watch Brian Mitchell go off because <laughs> there was no DVR back then. That Brian was Mitchell, a, Brian Mitchell tell it how the, the Redskins post game show. Yeah, it was that you're right, you're right. It was and that. that's why Brian Mitchell had to leave uh, nine eighty the first time because yeah. he got into it with Clinton Portis on the John Thompson show. That's that. Yep, I, that's still I was li- Yeah, I was listening to that driving down uh, Brown Station Road. With my mom and she was like, "Ooh." She said, I think they're gonna fight. I said, I hope they do. And I got and I got Brian Mitchell in that fight. Yeah. I got I Brian ain't nobody beating B Mitch. Nah, I'm, I'm good. Uh, Clinton Portis had a thick neck. That was about it. Yeah, that wide motherfucker Mike Tyson neck. Let me it. ask y'all a question. It's a name that hasn't been mentioned in a couple of months. And that's it's two names. That's Jerry Jones and uh and Rich Darrymple with the whole taking the pictures of the cheerleaders. I mean I ain't heard no fines come out of Dallas. Because it's not. Well, first they of all, we, they, we, we, you got to remember, Goodell works for the, the owners. Owner. Exactly. So you, you can't tell your boss that I'm going to fine you. But like, I, can't turn, I can't turn to BJ and say, BJ, you owe me 10 bucks because you was late to the show. But Even wait. though it's going to record. I can't do that. But here's the thing, BJ's though. BJ's my boss. But he removed Daniel Snyder from ownership. Made Did him he? sit out last season. That, that wasn't that 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 was quote unquote his move. Did he? No, yeah, Dan Snyder yeah, said I stepped down. Dan Snyder said I'm gonna step away and give it to Tanya. But see, I heard I heard different. I heard that Roger Goodell suggested that he step away. Again, did he did he say it though? Man, uh, Roger said it all he wants. Let's be real. If Roger was saying it, it would have came out like, hey. Goodell suspense because that's the word we never heard was Goodell suspense. We we heard only thing we really heard was the fine, the ten million dollar fine. That's the only thing we heard. What you think, Brian? I don't know where to start, man. Y'all done done went over so much stuff. You you don't want with a stable franchise. (laughs) I mean, that's true. Hey, and that's happened over what the last two years. So now nah, I know I know exactly where for unstable franchises. But just just quickly on the Deshaun Watson thing, um, and, and to that, it, you know, I I I'm on the side of you know I just feel like this is a this whole thing is a setup 
Uh, it's just too many coincidences to work in, in favor. And like the Swamp Queen said, you know, you have you have these cherry pickers sitting here thinking they're going to get this big payday. And I think that's why the, the last young lady holding out, trying to, you know, stretch the trauma out because at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people, you know, some people think $10,000 is a lot of money and they're going to be set for life for whatever reason. There's a lot of people that are financially literate, uh, literate. And when these, when these, you know, when these, these deals are coming through and they're like, that's it. I did all this for this little bit of money. You're going to be good for a couple of months. And you can be right back to yep. giving Deshaun Watson a massage again. You know, I'm talking about, I'm sorry. Lawyers um, and taxes. Yep. Yeah, and, and it's crazy because it's like no evidence, no video of anything, and this man's losing 11 games of, you know, of his pro career for an allegations. It's very dangerous. You know, we talked about it on the, on, the, on the show before. It's very dangerous, not for just, you know, guys that have millions of dollars, but regular guys like me and you because if you go into work and um, something happens where a chick, doesn't like you for whatever reason it it doesn't have to be sexual if she says the right thing you're going to jail until somebody can prove you wrong i mean prove you that you didn't do what she said you did that's what we live in today if somebody was if 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 i if i went out and went to a club and told this chick no i wasn't interested in her embarrassed her in front of her friends all she gotta do is say hey he he touched me the wrong way or he you know he pressed up against me and I'm going out in handcuffs. And if there's no camera there or anything else that says otherwise, guess what? I'm now I'm registering as a sex offender and this, that, and the other. My life completely ruined. Mm-hmm. And that and that's the, you know, to what the Midnight Rider said about, you know, being careful. There is a line because um, all of us have children. You know, I have daughters. Gary does. Um, I know Big Guy does. I know Swamp Queen, you know, has a son. But if something happens to your kids, you want to believe them, you know. And it is a victim line because we don't know. Like I said, it's no proof saying that he did it or didn't do it. It's no proof from the 70s saying Bill Cosby did what they accused him of. But he served jail time. It's just hearsay. That's very dangerous for a man. It's very, very dangerous, and you have to tread lightly now on anything you do. I mean, me and Gary was talking the other day. If you notice, you know, when when rappers or anybody, any celebrity takes a picture with a woman, their hands aren't touching them now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they they have their hands down to the side in the camera so you can see where their hands are. That's what we live in right now. And I, I, I got a feeling that if this wasn't Deshaun Watson, if this was the average sanitation worker, a good government job worker, we would have heard nothing of this. You know? I believe somebody should be convicted. I believe that. If if, if it comes to court and there's no evidence, she should get whatever he was getting. Because, you know, if if he could be wrongly accused, then he gets that. Or she should be put in the public or something. The thing is, even wrongly accused... They're not going to do that. No, oh, like, hell no, they're not gonna do it. Yeah, they're but not gonna do it. Even wrongly accused, you still gotta walk around with that stain. It's been proven that you're innocent, and every tagline that mentions your name, former accused sex offender, dot mm. dot dot. Yep. That's always 
Oh, it's going to come in the article and it's going to be down where he was accused of sexual assault and this, that, and that. It's always going to come up. It's always going to be attached to your name. You can be innocent of all charges, but if you were accused of it and in, in the law of public, in the, in the eyes of public opinion, in the law of public opinion, you're going to be guilty and you're going to be guilty and you're going to wear that stain. It's like wearing the, 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 a from, uh, fuck is the name of that movie it's like wearing the scarlet letter yeah it's like wearing that you it's always you're gonna wear it in life in death anytime they bring up your name you gonna have to wear that stain and that's unfair i did nothing wrong but yet i'm wearing the stain of something that i was accused of that i never did well you got you got uh you got the lady that got emmett till killed came out and said that she lied on her deathbed Came out and said she lied. Nothing happened. Mm. Nothing happened. Bill Cosby said he ain't do it. Show me the evidence. And the chick that 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 said he did it looked like a rugby player. Did you did you see that woman? And I'm like, Bill didn't. Nah, nah, hell no. She was a handsome woman. Yeah, she was very (laughs) handsome. Very handsome. Very the bone structure, the jaw. And I was like, hell no. She looked like the daddy. She makes her father proud. Oh man. That that yeah so yeah man I mean you you, you Kevin you 100 right once you once you get once you get put out there you all you losing everything all your endorsements you just better hope I mean because to me it took Kobe forever to get over that yep and that was consensual I mean they found other semen in her panties she had a lot of humanity in there right so Kobe was like third that day then it was a couple <laughs> of dudes that went after him that motherfucker. Yeah, it was a couple of dudes that went after him because they found out she had sex with Kobe. She was like, yo, I'm trying to get in there too. I just don't understand for the life of me. Kobe's six seven. Why did he go in that hole? I I just don't get that. I I, I never understood. That. It was free. It was what? It was free. What'd you say? It was free. It was on the road. <laughs> you, need, you know, she said she would do something. She'd fuck for a buck, make them holler for a dollar, and do something strange for a little bit of change. That, that's, that's where it that's what she said. So you, you know, in, that's what you he in did. Colorado. You got this little white girl. No discussion. You go right in that hole. There ain't yep. no beating around the bush or going in the other hole and sliding in that one and saying, "Oops, you going directly in there." Yeah, you a cocky dude, man. But guess what, though? I know. My, it takes me a month to go in that hole. <laughs> Here month. we are. Here, Here we, we are. are subject. Twenty some odd <laughs> years later, and we still don't know that girl's identity. Nope. But she They've got paid her, her identity. She got her money and she disappeared. And you don't know her identity. They protected her identity, but through that whole case, they dragged Kobe through the mud. In death, they dragged him through the mud. This is exactly what we're talking about. Jameis Winston, the same thing. He got caught oh. up, but there was there was semen in that too. He wasn't the only matter of fact. Her boyfriend hooked her hooked her up with Jameis. And Jameis got Jameis got caught up. But we don't know who she is. You, you, you never you remember that football, mm-hmm. you remember that football quarterback the white girl slapped him or spit on him she did something in the club and then he ended up pushing her or something he got banned for life from NCAA. so you well, gotta let about, you gotta let her spit on you now hold on <laughs> let me call the cops think about yeah. uh ezekiel elliott when he broke up with his ex-girlfriend and she was like he got her on tape she said i'm gonna ruin your career you're never gonna play again they're not gonna believe you they're gonna believe me I'm a woman and I'm white. I'll ruin everything if you leave me. Yep. They still suspended him six games. 
Yeah. 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 Like you could, you could like literally Google these kids like twenty these these guys twenty years from now. Our kids can Google these kids, and you know this this is what's going to be attached to them. Kobe, right? You know, MJ, whatever. You know, Magic, HIV. Like is is going to this is going to follow them. Well, it's MJ not, to be gambling. Like you, you'll never, you know. It's going to be a a tagline now into these uh, massage parlors. Like, yeah, let me get that Deshaun Watson. You know that'll, yeah. that'll be one of the specials. Yeah, let me know Magic. if your friend find out if that's a special. Magic got a whole bunch under his resume. He was the first rookie, the <clears throat> first rookie to play all five positions, win the championships. He went to he went to the, uh, uh, the Olympics with A's, played in the league with A's, coached with A's. And we took off half a year for COVID. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> when when Magic had AIDS, who's guarding this nigga? He's switching every time. I'm not guarding Magic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Johnson, switch. <laughs> we gotta go home. We gotta go home on that note. <laughs> I didn't bring up Magic. Y'all did. Magic done gained 80 pounds since getting AIDS. Yeah, he got financial AIDS. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Hey, man. 20, 20 Starbucks just for getting AIDS. Man, don't don't forget the movie theaters. Uh, yeah. what he own a couple restaurants. Magic all over the place, man. See, I don't, don't want to eat nothing that he cooked. Hey, I can't eat nothing that he didn't cook. I'm sorry. Don't That's be why a hater. His son look like that. His 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 son is his inner thoughts. That's why his son look like that. Let, let, on that on, on that note, we going home. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna go home because what's I the, see that word coming. Mm-hmm. What's the PF stand for? The PF and what? He's a, he's a start. If he's in starting five, what's his PF stands for? <laughs> we, is he a power forward? <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, <laughs> that is the Saturday night bonanza sitting in for the WrestleMania tonight. Good talking to y'all, man. <laughs> Thank you. To everyone that watched, all of you that listened on playback, thank you. This it was truly a bonanza show, but we got to get out of here. So until next time, hopefully tomorrow morning, because we do need to break down some Washington Commanders and this fan base already like, hmm, Heineke looked pretty good. We should start him over Wentz, but Wentz ain't looking bad. We need to talk about that sometime tomorrow too. So we need to talk some preseason football tomorrow. But until then, We are the sideline junkies. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here.